When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good afternoon. Welcome to TNCRadio.live. And this is the Truckers Network Radio Show with your host, Shelly Johnson. Thank you, Tom. I appreciate that. Yes, this is the Truckers Network Radio Show on TNCRadio.live, where we offer the entertainment, sports, weather, traffic, news, and information the commercial drivers want to hear. You know, drivers work really hard, and it's wonderful when they're recognized for a job well done. Real Women in Trucking is an organization that recognizes women drivers with an award for all of their hard work, and we know that women drivers work really hard. This is the fifth annual Queen of the Road Awards. It's going to be an official award ceremony in Las Vegas a little bit later this year, and that's going to be a lot of fun. This year's winners are Angie Baum, Darnice Harris, and Mary Gomez. We have Angie and Darnice with us right now. We also have Jess Graham and Idella Hansen with us from Real Women in Trucking. Welcome, ladies. This is so cool. Hello, thank, thank you so you. much. <laughs> Who would like to go first? I was wondering if maybe we could start with how are these awards given out and how do lady drivers qualify? Well, this is Idella. Um, hi, Idella. Miss Jess, do you want to do it or you want me to do it? I will let you take the reins on this one. You tell okay. it so well. Ballin told us so well. <laughs> it's a dignified recognition of uh, award for women who work as truck drivers. Um, we we uh, we look for women that are dedicated to their profession. They have overcome possible impediments and remain committed to helping others. And just self, uh, you know, they've shown unselfish ways of paying it forward and working with others. It's inspired by women who have worked as truck drivers and carry them with them the knowledge that sharing with others unselfishly is the way way to uh go forward with our our um our mission and uh, this is a group run by real truck drivers grassroots uh, we're all working lady truck drivers out here helping each other uh oh, in awesome. may we start a nomination and people uh write in anonymously and uh sing the praises of their nominee and then we do a, nom- uh, 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 a blind voting. You have to vote on the merits of the person writing you up. And then in the end, we, have, we, we gather the votes, and then you have our three winners, which is what we have this year in our, our three lovely ladies. 
That's awesome. So how did you decide this year? Um, it was basically the, the criteria you're talking about, but uh, what did everybody do that really stood out? Oh, well, now that's a good one. Jess, you read, you read all the, the deals. Uh, have you got them pulled up? Um, I pretty much have them memorized by now with all of the <laughs> different um I wasn't involved in the voting process because uh, Miss Ann Bailey decided to nominate me, so I had to step back from that. But I've been on the side of um, preparing the press release and and um, information for the commemorative booklet and such. Um, we've had women that you know are raised their children in the truck. You know, we had um a young mom that uh, does heavy hauling oversize with her daughter in the truck. That's a phenomenal. Um, we've had people that had different um, social media platforms. Uh, Angie is one of those. She um, is very active in social media um, and spreading the, the message of what it's like to be a lady truck driver out here and giving back. Um, We've got a lot of women that were mentors to to new drivers, um, which is so important in building the base of strong women drivers in the, the industry right now is that mentorship is number one in what's going to help sustain and make a woman um, from a student into a, a truck driver and, and into a career in trucking. Oh, absolutely. So it's been a quite a broad... Um, spectrum of young and old new drivers we had a driver that um less than a two years of driving but the majority of that she was pregnant um and she drove up until the eighth month of um pregnancy so wow. you know that would be a serious challenge and i would imagine maybe a bit scary too you never know where so. you're going to be. Yeah. yeah. I think that, um, you know, it, there's such a, a variety of women that get nominated. And it's, it's our way of, when we do it blind, it's our way of actually introducing people to the, these ladies by based on what they do. We're not having a beauty contest. You know, um, I get asked, what do I wear to the awards ceremony? Well, Idella and I are probably going to be in prom dresses, but you can come in your boots and jeans if you want. Um, <laughs> you can show up in your bedazzled flip-flops if you want. There you go. <laughs> it, it, it's what all you're comfortable in, but it, these ladies have reached, it. you know, they have these three ladies uh, when the voting was all done and, and they voted for, for them on their merits, they did all three of our goals. They reached out, they encouraged, they achieved personal success and their leaders. And that, 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 that's the name of our group, Real Women in Trucking. And that's Reaching huge. out. In court. It is absolutely huge. And, and, and we need young people coming in because people like me are on the back end of it. You know, we're, we're, we're slowly but surely going out the other side. Or at least I am. Having mentors is, women don't always have that, I wouldn't think. Because, I mean, there are not as many women in the industry. 
we encourage these women to have a, 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 a couple of phone numbers, a couple of people that they can call on for advice, mm-hmm. for, for uh, just mentorship. And these ladies do this very same thing. But, you know, even I need somebody to call once in a while and, and, and make me see sense, you know, help me with making common sense decisions. Sure. That doesn't help me because I call Idella when I need help. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I would imagine that just having somebody that uh, can maybe, uh, if you've had a bad day, calm you down a little bit because you guys uh, deal with a lot of challenges just driving. Oh, absolutely. Well, we're very proud of these ladies. I, I, I can't tell you how proud we are of these ladies, and and we're going to show our appreciation when we get to Las Vegas. We have a lot of mentor. We have uh, a sponsorship by uh, uh, Road Pro, and and they take very good care of us. And we're very proud of the people at Road Pro and Kim McDonald in helping us wonderful. honor these ladies and make make them feel welcome. And it's an opportunity to make friends. Uh, uh, and these are lifelong friends for me. These are lifelong friends. Oh, absolutely. So, when is the event in Las Vegas? It's August. Uh, 12th through the 15th is the Lady Driver Meetup Weekend, um, and the actual award ceremony is on August 14th at 6.30 p.m. at Brio Tuscan Grill in uh, downtown Las Vegas. Um, but the whole Lady Driver Meetup Weekend, I mean, we start out by hanging out together Thursday nights, and um, we have a pool day planned, Retina Cabana, and... You know, just a scavenger hunt and all different kinds of activities for for us to be able to get together and, and really get to know each other and socialize and just kick back and relax. And Las Vegas is a good place to do that. It's a whole lot easier on us, too. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys going to be uh, going down the strip and, and going to all the casinos then? or? Um, I think last year I don't remember leaving the flamingo property very at all (laughs) the whole time i think i stayed just i didn't wander about but you know um i I know deb dingo met some uh ladies at the dancing at the bellagio fountain with her that came the next day and did a little um little seminar for us on how to get government contracts so um you know, as truck drivers, that was a really insightful and informative, casual happenstance of a meeting. But, you know, you never know what happens when you're um, dancing with Deb at the fountains. <laughs> you know, that that's really neat, though, because that's really important information. And you never know who's going to be in Las Vegas. And that was really cool that they had somebody there that could give you that kind of information, especially if you folks wanted somebody wanted to become an owner operator. I imagine you got some really good input. Absolutely. Yes, we have a lot of people with a lot of information. But this isn't about me, and it's not about Jess. Well, it was about Jess, but uh, 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 I've never received the award because I'm, I'm a founding board member, or I've been a board member since we incorporated. So I mm-hmm. am not available to uh, uh, receive that award. But I'm so very, very proud of these ladies. I, I, you have no idea that they, they are true queens in my eyes. 
It's wonderful. Well, I think in the next segment, when we come back from break, I want to talk to the winners and get their reaction and how they feel and what they've been up to. Definitely feature them because this this is really cool. You're listening to the Truckers Network radio show on TNCRadio.live. We're featuring Real Women in Trucking, the Queen of the Road Award winners, and uh, we'll be back with more coming up. This blog on TNC Radio is brought to you by the Truckers Network at app.thetruckersnetwork.net. The five best truck stops in America. Truck drivers spend days, sometimes weeks, out on the road. Sometimes taking a break at a nice truck stop is a great way to relax and take your mind off driving. There are many truck stops across the United States, but we listed the five best truck stops that every trucker needs to stop and experience. Little America, Little America, Wyoming. The Little America Truck Stop is located in Little America, Wyoming. It's a mini-chain truck stop with several locations throughout the country for truckers to enjoy. Little America offers a wide variety of services to truck drivers. Some of the services include service truck roadside repair, tire repair, new tires, wheel seals, oil changes, water pumps, brakes, courtesy property shuttle, AC repairs, belts, DOT inspections, and trailer tarp installation. Iowa 80, Walcott, Iowa. Iowa 80 is a place where truckers want to stop. It's the world's largest truck stop, and it's filled with tons of activities and tourist attractions. Truck drivers could stop and enjoy a nice meal, watch a movie, or stop by the trucking museum. Iowa 80 also has a full range of truck services and amenities. Some of the services and amenities include cat scale, chiropractor, convenience store, interstate dental, dog mat fuel center, laundry facility, library, travel service center, truck mat and a workout room. South of the border, Hammer, South Carolina. Pedro's Truck Stop, also known as Porky's, located in Hammer, South Carolina, is a world-famous roadside attraction for tourists and truck drivers. Pedro's filled with many different activities, unique foods and shopping. It also offers truck drivers supplies, showers, a trucker's lounge, and 24-7 fresh hot coffee. Trails Travel Center. Albert Lee, Minnesota. Trails Travel Center is everything a truck driver needs and amazing food. Some of the Trails Travel Center's food options are a tavern, Cold Stone Creamery, Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, and McDonald's. Truckers can also stop and shop heavy-duty truck parts or chrome parts. Trails Travel Center also has a truck service that offers drivers wash services, tire services, wheel alignments, and suspension repair. Jubitz, Portland, Oregon. Jubitz is a family-owned truck stop and boasts of being the world's classiest truck stop. They were also recently named the second-best rest stop in America. Drivers can enjoy a 24-hour full-service Cascade Grill restaurant, a 100-room hotel, movie theater, barber shop, and more. Jubitz also has a truck service center and is committed to providing truck drivers the best tires, truck maintenance, and truck repair. Some of their services include engine diagnostics, oil change, DOT inspection, glass replacement, metal fabrication, welding, tires, tire service, snare bags, plus brake service, truck trailer alignment, shock absorbers, air conditioning maintenance, electrical diagnostics, battery service, suspension repair, electronic logging devices, lubricant service, APU installation and service. This info blog was brought to you by the Truckers Network at app.thetruckersnetwork.net. You're listening to TNC Radio.live. Remember to tune into the Truckers Network radio show with Shelly Johnson weekdays at 3 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Eastern.
This is the Truckers Network Radio Show on TNC Radio Live. I'm Shelley Johnson with Tom Kelly. Today we're featuring Real Women in Trucking's Queen of the Road Award winners. With us are Angie Baum and Darnice Harris and Mary Gomez, the award winners, along with Idella Hansen and Jess Graham from Real Women in Trucking. Angie, Darnice, and Mary, which one of you would like to talk a little bit? We'd like to learn more about you. Uh, congratulations. I think it's really awesome that you're Queen of the Road Award winners. Who's going first? I can go first. Be Angie. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Angie. Hi, Shelly. Hi there. So tell us about you. How did you feel when you were, did you, did you nominate yourself? Did somebody nominate you? And, and uh, were you really surprised when you were nominated and, and then you won? I was I was surprised I was nominated. I did not nominate myself. I know my husband and a lot of my family members did, and a lot of my friends did. But to be honest with you, I knew that it was you know stiff competition. There's a lot of awesome female drivers out there that are way more accomplished than I have because I've only been in the industry going on five years. So I certainly didn't expect to win. So it was quite a shock. Tell us about yourself. For those who aren't familiar with Angie, uh, who's Angie Baum? What do, what do you do? And uh, how are you mentoring people and all of that? Because that's one of the qualifications, I think, that the group looks at when they nominate and then they award uh, the Queen of the Road Award. Yeah, so I've been in the industry. This is going to be my fifth year. Um, I'm a team driver. I drive with my husband uh, for FedEx Custom Critical. And uh, I, as, as they had mentioned before, I do a lot of social media. Uh, my biggest thing is just trying to, um, you know, be a positive force for women in the trekking community. Um, I have a couple groups, you know, one of them, we provide safety and traffic information for our truckers. Um, you know, my biggest thing is it started back when, uh, the riots were happening. We just wanted to keep our truckers safe on the road. And so we tried to come up with a platform where we could, um, where we could, you know, give them information so that they knew of areas to avoid. And then, um, and then we also have another program uh, called Trucker Safety Divas, where we work with our female drivers and just try to, you know, be as positive and uplifting as possible, especially in this industry. And I know it can be a little bit harder than women. And we want more women to come into this field. Um, you know, it's, it's growing every year and it's amazing seeing those numbers grow. And I hope it continues. Well, it's, it's due to the effort of people like you uh, and certainly real women in trucking that it's encouraging women that they know that they're not alone. It's so important to have mentorship and, and some champions out there that say, hey, you know, you, you can do this. Absolutely. It's definitely a sisterhood. I mean, the trucking community as a whole, you know, I definitely feel it's, it's a family, you know, even if we're in different, you know, fields, flatbed or whatever, it's a family. But when it comes to women truckers, I think it's definitely more of a sisterhood tend to, you know, help each other out, have each other's backs and just try to be there for each other, which is probably the one thing I love the most about being a part of this trucking community. It is a family, and, and, and uh, when you feel that way, and, and you you know that you've got people you can lean on, and when you're out there, especially if you're driving by yourself, that's really important. Absolutely, yeah. I'm I'm very honored that I don't have to drive by myself. Tell the women who do drive by themselves, I always say I, I take my hats off to them. I've got several female friends, you know, that are solo drivers. And it's such it's a much harder job to be a solo driver than it is to be a team driver. So I have it a lot easier, but my hat is off to so many of the female drivers who are solo drivers because it's, it's a tough job. So 
who else would like to talk of the winners? Uh, Darnese or Mary? Uh, I'd like to talk to both of you. Um, who's next? Hello? Well, we've uh, I, guess I, I guess I'll go next. Um, yeah. Hey, Darnese. Uh, how you doing? Um, Good. Congratulations. So- uh, thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm a solo driver based out of Aberdeen, Maryland, um, the Northeast Corridor. I've been driving for 15 years by myself. Uh, I've touched freight. I've delivered food for some of the big carriers out there, delivering to the IHOPs and the Chick-fil-A's and physically touching the freight. I did that for nine years on and off the road, uh, OTR now. Now I'm an owner-operator. I have my own truck uh, leased on to Mariner Distribution in Aberdeen. And, uh, yeah, I've been doing it by myself. And, you know, um, uh, the person that nominated me was uh, my the owner of the company, which was Daryl. Um, who put in my nomination for myself. And, you know, a lot of the jobs that I've been on, especially when you go local 15 years ago, the opportunities that's out here now um, for anybody, male or female, is much different than it was 15 years ago. Um, it's gotten better. Um, I'm grateful for the Real Women in Trucking organization and She Trucking and a couple of the other ones that's out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, because when I first started in trucking, I couldn't YouTube anything. I had I had to figure it out. <laughs> it was truly trial and error, and um, you know, it's 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 a great feeling to have. Now you can, if you're thinking about getting in trucking, you can get online and say, "Which which trucking for a female?" You can type that in now. Um, mm-hmm. Back then, you couldn't, you know. Um, so I mean, I've obtained my own obstacles uh, a lot of times, especially when I was delivering f- uh, food um, for different carriers that I worked for. Uh, I was the only um, I was the only female driver a lot of times at those companies. Um, so that was a whole different type of obstacle. But I withstand it and stayed in to deliver food for nine years. And even at the company I'm at now uh, with my truck leased on, I am the only female driver that they have. Um, and, you know, I run hard. I do what I got to do try to stay safe, you know, um, the Smith system, a lot of ladies on here know about that. You know, I pride myself behind that. I've done training. I've trained guys that has looked at my 140 pounds and be like, Oh, you can't do this. And, uh, then they get off the truck. Like, can I work with you? So, you know, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, Yeah, you know, I mean, humping when you humping freight down a ramp, like the Cisco's, I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all have seen them. That's a whole different ball game. So, you know, and I, I, did, I, I did it for nine years. And so, I mean, that's something that I'm prideful of because my interview, when I got that job for the first time, did not go like a regular interview. The, the transportation manager literally said, I, men can't stay here, but I'm going to give you a chance. That was my interview. <laughs> and I stuck around for five years. So, you know. There you go. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, you didn't have the resources 15 years ago like they have mm-hmm. today. It, it, that had to have been a serious challenge. And then, of course, being uh, the only woman in, in many cases, um, yeah. that had to have been intimidating. Oh, uh, you know what? It wasn't. It, it, I, I took it with stride. You know, okay. I, good for you. You know, I took the loads that the big six one guys wouldn't do. <laughs> OK, you know. I, 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 it wasn't, it, for me, it was never intimidating. It became, actually, it was a flip. The longer I stayed, the more I learned. I did it my way. 
you know, and then what I learned with companies, and I know a lot of women on here will maybe agree or not agree, they would use me as a pawn. And then they would use against the, the big dudes. Well, Donise can do it. Why can't you? <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> so like, I mean, I'm, I'm like the other ladies on here, like the people that's teaming, take my hat off to them. I take my hat off to tanker drivers. I take my hat off to oversized loads. I take my, cause I don't, I don't do that. I do drive in or refer myself. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I mean the women, the impact that the women are making now, is just, it's unbelievable to me. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I'm just grateful to be here, but yeah, a lot of times the tables would turn when I was delivering freight. And even now, you know, it's like, you know, guys would get mad at me because they would then use me to throw them in their face, which was kind of crazy. But, you know, I, 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 but I, I always took it as a challenge, you know, because they look at me and say, oh, you can't do it. And I always would show them, show them differently. So there you go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so you've been a champion for women and, and even men. You're, you're showing them, hey, this can be done. Watch me. Yeah. Yeah. I, you yeah. I, I, when I train guys, uh, because that's mostly what I trained. Because back then when we would get like uh, at some of the food carriers that I worked for, they wouldn't give me the ladies. And I would get so upset because I'm like, a lot of times they would send them out with a, with a dude, with a, with a male. But how a male delivers is not what a woman, woman is going to do. And a woman has to really find her own rhythm, especially when, you, you know, when you're touching freight. You got to find your own rhythm, your own way. And you can do it. You know, but when I train guys, I, you know, I was pulling freight up steps, taking freight down steps, taking down the elevator, wherever they wanted, you know. So, and I did a lot of the Northeast Corridor. So that's tighty whitey anyway. So, you know, that's, that's tight when you run in the Northeast. A lot of people don't like to run the Northeast. So, you know. But yeah, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, drivers definitely have their preferences on on geographic areas and yes. what they prefer and the type of traffic and all of that. And yes, yeah. Well, excellent. Um, we're going to also be talking to Mary Gomez, but I think we have to go to break. So how about we do that? And then we'll be talking to Mary Gomez. She's another one of the winners. I definitely want to get all of your stories. This is so exciting. You're listening to the Truckers Network radio show here on TNC Radio.Live. I'm Shelly Johnson with Tom Kelly. We'll be back with more coming up. This blog on TNC Radio.Live is brought to you by the Truckers Network at app.thetruckersnetwork.net. Inspections for truck drivers. Getting stopped for an inspection in the middle of a delivery is a situation every truck driver dreads. Inspections are time-consuming and interfere with the driver's schedule for delivering their load on time. However, they are essential for regulating safety conditions for everyone on the road. There are six different levels of DOT roadside inspections. Each level has a unique set of requirements and can happen at any time. It's important to be familiar with all six levels of DOT inspections, so if you have one, you can pass. Level 1. North American Standard Inspection The Level 1 inspection is often referred to as a full inspection and is the most thorough. There are 37 steps to a Level 1 inspection. During this inspection, the driver's credentials and the vehicle will be examined. Because the Level 1 inspection has so many steps, it does take a significant amount of time. A good way to help speed up the process of a Level 1 inspection is by staying on top of driving requirements and proper truck maintenance. Here's some things the inspector will check during a Level 1 inspection. 
medical examiner's certificate, alcohol and drug use, daily logs, hours of service, HOS documentation, seat belt use, driver and vehicle inspection reports, brake system, chopping devices, exhaust system, truck frame, fuel system, turn signals, brake lamps, tail lamps, headlamps, lamps on projecting loads, safe loading, steering mechanisms, suspension, tires, van and open top trailer bodies, wheels and rims, windshield wipers, hazardous material, HM requirements. If you're a hazard hauler, have your shipping papers ready. Level 2. Walk around driver vehicle inspection. Level 2 inspections are a less invasive process and are also the most common. They're similar to the Level 1 inspections, except there is less involvement in the vehicle inspection part. During the Level 2 inspection, the examiner will do a walk-around driver vehicle inspection. They'll check everything that's in a Level 1, but will not physically get under the vehicle. Level 3. Driver-only inspection. The Level 3 inspections are the second most common type of inspection. Since the inspection doesn't include the vehicle, it can go relatively quickly. A driver will be expected to present a record of duty status, that's RODS, driver's license, hazmat requirements, medical card and waiver, skill performance evaluation certificate, vehicle inspection report, HMDG requirements, and HOS documentation. Level 4. Special Inspections A Level 4 inspection is a one-time inspection of a specific trend within the industry. This type of inspection happens when the Department of Transportation wants to do further research on industry issues. Level 5. Vehicle-only inspection. A Level 5 inspection is like Level 1, but the driver is not present during the inspection. During this inspection, the examiner will check everything that's in the Level 1 inspection except those relevant to the driver. Level 6. Enhanced NAS inspection for radioactive shipments. The Level 6 inspection is only relevant to drivers that haul radioactive materials. These inspections are put into place to ensure that drivers who haul radioactive material are following proper safety protocol. This info blog was brought to you by The Truckers Network at app.thetruckersnetwork.net. For the latest in traffic, weather, and information, catch the Morning Grind weekdays right here on TNCRadio.live. This is the Truckers Network radio show on TNCRadio.live. I'm Shelley Johnson with Tom Kelly. We're featuring Real Women in Trucking Queen of the Road Award winners today. They're Angie Baum, Darnese Harris, and Mary Gomez. And we've also been talking to Idella Hansen and Jess Graham from Real Women in Trucking. Um, Mary um, kind of stepped away. I think we're waiting for her to come back. Angie and Darnese, we were talking about uh, what you guys have been doing and all of that. I don't know who wants to go first, but what do you consider important about trucking and how can women help other women? How have you mentored? Who's helped you along the way? I think these are all some super important things for women. I guess I'll go. This is Angie. Um, So (laughs) I would, I would say that uh, uh, we've had a, personally for me, uh, a lot of my female influences have been women that I've met along the way. A lot of them have been online, like Desiree Woods. Um, But I think that's the biggest one is just, I love being out there and meeting other women um, and just, just being able to connect with other women um, and talk with them. 
Um, I've had a lot of women, you know, because I was new to this industry. I was trained by my husband. So it's like <clears throat> I didn't quite understand, you know, all the, the troubles that other females have gone through, especially like through CDL school and stuff like that. So it's kind of an eye opening. And and I love getting to know a lot of the stronger female women out there that, you know, have a strong social media presence because they really taught me so much about the industry that maybe I wasn't aware of because being a team driver and especially teaming with your husband, I think it's more of a sheltered life than a lot of the solo drivers out there. And a lot of times they go through a lot of the, you know, harder things that I may not see on my end. Absolutely. How about you, Darnese? Um, For me, it's about uh, safety, you know, um, just being all the way around um, from first coming through trucking school to a company. Um, Again, it's a lot of information out here now that wasn't there. Utilize that information. Um, I still mentor like my nephew, a couple other people um, that is new in trucking and moving along. But for me, I always carry myself a certain way because as a female, you always get a certain type of stigma and a certain way of who you are because you are a woman. So I always carried myself hot at a very high standard. Um, I almost kind of had that I don't fraternize on the job type attitude. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, it could, that could be a bad thing and that could be a good thing, but you won't say, Oh, Darnese did X, Y, Z. So I carried myself to a high standard. Um, As I've been out here, you know, again, the, the social media platforms that's out here now, became available and I started following a couple of people because I never turn off my ability to learn. When you turn off your ability to learn anything, um, you're not going to move forward, you know? So, um, especially being a solo driver, you know, I had very good trainers. Um, I was blessed, you know, even with the stigma that's still kind of out there, but real women in trucking is, um, doing things to prevent a lot of things that happen with women out here. Um, that needs to be heard and needs to be known. But I was blessed where I didn't have that. Like I had really good trainers um, that trained me properly, respected me as an individual, as a woman, as a person, and didn't treat me any different. So um, the best thing I can say to any female coming out here is carry. It's all on how you want to carry yourself, in my opinion. You know, how you, how you, uh, how you, look at things and so forth and get the information, you know, um, as far as an influencer, I don't know if I've been an influencer. I think I've been an influencer in my own little world with different folks and different people. Um, because I'm not one of the brands of YouTube or, you know, I'm not known, you know, but in my own way I am. So, um, I always was the girl, you know, different, different companies, uh, different stores would call and be like, well, send the girl back. <laughs> that was my name. Send the girl. Because <laughs> yeah. they, they done messed up my refrigerator. Send the girl. So, you know, that was my name. So, I mean, but, um, I mean, it's just the honor to now be around more folks that you can relate to. You know, sure. you can bounce things off, you know. Uh, and it's a study learning process. You never, you never stop learning because in trucking, what people don't talk about a lot is every day it changes. It's never the same. It's, sure. it's a different situation and a different, different everything every day. You can be in Maryland one day and then be in North Carolina tomorrow. So 
you know, you, you gotta, you gotta do things and carry yourself a certain way and just respect the, respect the craft of trucking. And that's what it is for me because I started out with a manual transmission and now everything is automatic. So, you know, respect it to me. I still look at trucking as a craft as a, as a, as a, uh, what's the word? Um, trade, you know? So, yeah. Well, I imagine that there've been a lot of ladies watching you saying, Hey, I like her attitude. She's uh, not going to let anything stop her. I mean, that's an inspiration for people that are learning too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I tell anybody, I, I I tell anybody, female or male, Smith system. I tell anybody to Google it. I don't care if you're just a new driver learning how to drive a car. I pride myself off the Smith system. I love it. I think it's one of the best learning tools out there. Um, you know, one, one thing my trainer taught me was how, if you get yourself in there, how you going to get out? You know, you got to get the big picture, you know? So, I mean, um, everybody's jumping into trucking and I, so I think, Sometimes it could be misleading because you come into it, you watch these different things and it's like, oh, it's fun. It's cool. It's fun. It can be, but you still have a job to do. So, oh, sure. Yeah. And it gets, it gets tiring. It gets scary. It gets mm-hmm. it's hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all of those things. And um, mm-hmm. you have to know what to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those who aren't familiar, what is the Smith system? Well, the Smith system is a um, learning tool for driving. And basically, it teaches you to aim high and steering. It teaches you to pay attention to what's going on on the sides of you, what's going on in the back of you, leaving yourself out. I think you can use that with your kid if he's 16 years old or 15 learning how to drive. It's a very good system. It's called aim high. It, it teaches you how to aim high and steering. It teaches you what they're trying to do to automatic trucks for that they're trying to build to take over for the drivers to look ahead, pay attention. Right. Because now there's so many tools inside the truck um that can distract you you know it's not just the truck driver that's distracted but it's also the four wheelers that are distracted because you i mean you almost got a whole laptop in cars these days you know so um it's it's a you can google it when you get time but it's a it's a training thing that i've been through uh, multiple times with different companies that i've been through uh, that I've worked for. And it's a training um, concept for the Smith system to be able to keep your eyes moving, paying mm-hmm. attention to what's going on, leaving yourself out, aim high and steering. I, I preach that to anybody. I don't care who you is. Um, and I, I pride myself by it. I, I've had enough companies to uh, beat it down in my head. So, yeah. Oh, it makes yeah. absolute sense. And yeah. it's amazing how many people really don't pay attention and don't look ahead when they're driving. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and you see plenty of that, I'm sure. Yes, um, yes. I, I ain't gonna tell you some of the things I've seen, but yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> right, I've seen Sitting that. Up high, you can see a lot of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it's it's. I mean, it's I. It's one of the most quietest kept safety procedures. Some of the mega carriers do it, um, but the Smith system. I mean, I I just love the concept of it because it really keeps you. Um, accurate you know leaving yourself out and those things are important especially to new drivers coming in you know getting out double checking you know i've been doing it for 15 years and i still be like wait a minute did i do this let me get out and do it you know you you got to always be on point sure yeah yeah because you got to do your pre-trip every time and some of it becomes just something you do automatically and you might 
go, oh, I'm not sure if I did that because, you know, you just kind of go into a robotic mode, I'm sure. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, pre-trips, the pre-trips and the post-trips, you know, checking your equipment is so important. You know, I mean, that's why you end up, you see these bad things on the Internet where the trailer didn't unhook because they didn't do the tug test. You know, uh, and it could be something wrong with the fifth wheel or the kingpin, but, you know, you didn't pull that thing, you know, and um, getting out and do your pre-trip every morning, you know, seeing what's going on with that truck. And and that's coming from me now because now that I have my own truck. Um, yeah. So I'm like a I feel like a doctor. <laughs> but I'm always like, wait a minute, what's going on? What's that? Is it leaking? Is this, you know, so, uh, yeah. And with the seasons changing, I, I call myself, I've been on hose duty. I've been watching hoses because we went from the extreme cold temperatures to the extreme hot temperatures and a hose is just unpredictable. So, Oh, you bet. Yeah. That yeah, yeah. You, and you don't want a surprise if you're out in the middle of the desert or something. That would never Yeah, be absolutely. Thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to be back in a few minutes here. We're talking with Real Women in Trucking, Queen of the Road Award winners today. This is so exciting. Uh, this is the Truckers Network radio show on TNCRadio.live. Stay tuned for more. This is Shelly Johnson. I'm with Tom Kelly. We'll be back with our guests in a few minutes. Eating right and eating healthy are two of the toughest challenges truckers face. Sometimes the only way to eat right is to bring food along for the ride. As a professional truck driver, you know that space is limited in your truck cab. Living on the road with limited storage space means you have to get creative on how you store your personal belongings. Drivers will spend weeks away from home, so their semi-truck becomes their home away from home. Truck drivers are pros at making the road feel like home, and stocking up on food is one of the ways they make it feel more like home. With a number of unhealthy food options on the road, drivers need to pack healthier foods and snacks. Food storage is essential to keep your truck clean and organized. It also helps you easily see what foods you have with you on the road. Keep listening to learn some storage ideas for long-haul truck drivers. An electric cooler. An electric cooler is a great way to store perishable items in your truck. They're lightweight and large enough to store and cool down several drinks and snacks. They're also a great alternative to many fridges. Canned foods. Canned foods are great for truckers because they require little or no preparation. They're also extremely cheap. You may want to consider buying a food warmer if you prefer a hot meal. When storing cans in your truck, we suggest putting them into a container and placing them under the lower bunk. This limits the cans rolling around in your truck while you're driving. Storage containers. Storage containers will be a trucker's best friend when you're on the road. Drawers and storage containers are great for storing clothes, toiletries, and food. Three-drawer storage containers make it easy to organize and store your favorite foods or drinks. Baskets. Baskets allow you to find the food you need quickly and easily. We recommend using clear baskets so you can easily see what's in the baskets. You'll need to secure the baskets so they don't move around while you're driving. Buy some bungee cords to keep your baskets secure in the bunk or cabinets. If you want more information on proper storage and food storage ideas, Check out the Truckers Network blog, Five Helpful Organization Tips for Truck Drivers. Enjoy the best in trucker-style music and comedy. Weeknights starting at 6 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on TNCRadio.live. 
This is the Trekkers Network radio show on TNC Radio.live. I'm Shelley Johnson with Tom Kelly, and we're featuring the Real Women in Trucking Queen of the Road Award winners today. They're Angie Baum, Darnice Harris, and Mary Gomez. We're, we've also been talking to Idella Hansen and Jess Graham of Real Women in Trucking. Mary, I see you're back, and I definitely want to feature you. You're one of the winners. Were you surprised when you were uh, nominated and when you actually won? Tell us about yourself. Goodness, I was very honored to be nominated. I couldn't believe it. Um, I was, I was really surprised. I and then to become a winner as well, like I wasn't expecting it. But I mean, it's just been this is all new to me. I mean, well, I've been driving for eleven years already, but I've never been nominated or. I really, I, I had really never heard of um, the group before. So, oh, this is on you. So um, do you know? Do you know who nominated you? Or yes, Michelle. She's one of our former um, queens. Oh, okay. Uh, Michelle Sclari, and uh, she she called me. Well, she she texted me. She said, "Hey, she's uh, have you gotten an email yet?" I'm like, "No, I have no idea what she's talking about, anything." And when you know, well, you gotta go into your spam mail then and find it because you're you gotta have an email from real women um in Turkey. I said, really, and like just look for it. So I found it, and then I just seen that she had um she had nominated me, and I was like, I was honored, and I was really surprised. And I, I mean, I called my kids. I'm like, you know, what y'all just did. She nominated me, and they're like, for what? I'm like, for Queen of the Road. And they're like, oh, goodness, that's awesome. So, and I just started telling people, and everybody just, I guess. That's so cool. So, what do you drive, and what do you drive, and, and what do you do out there on the road? Well, I drive an 18-wheeler, of course. Mm-hmm. Right, right. <laughs> I'm hauling food. I haul reefer. I work okay. for Wanchip. And I've been a company driver. I did kind of the leasing type of thing for a few years back. And I did mentor some some students before as well. But I first started well not first started, but I had been I start I went and I took a chance to work for Swift and I became a mentor for them and I mentored for maybe about two years for them. Okay. After that, I just started, I wanted something more. I wanted to be more, stay home, closer to home and stuff. So I started doing this. I, I went over to Wanchip and I've been here at Wanchip for about seven, off, off and on seven years. So, so when you first started, did you have any mentors or anybody that kind of guided you through? Uh, was it kind of intimidating or was it uh, kind of a smooth transition to become a driver? And- no, it was, I had a mentor. He, he would, he's the trainer where, when that trained me. And, and when I was, when, when I first did it, I'm like, okay, you know, and I, and there weren't any available. And so ladies, I was supposed to go out with this gentleman. Her husband said no, that she had to wait for a, few, a female driver, trainer. So 
they asked me and said, Hey, you know, if you're going home, you're going to go home for a while. So this is that orientation. And I'm like, they're like, I don't want to go back. Cause I knew if I went back home, I probably wouldn't do it. I wouldn't come back out and try it. Right. And I said, you know what? I said, they're like, well, this gentleman, you know, he's an older man and he's, he's really good with training. And he's got patience. So you want to think it over, but we don't have enough time. You got to decide. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I went with him. And I think that was the best, best um, decision I made because after that, it's like he taught me everything I knew. He had patience and I just learned that and I was able to call him even through the years. I, I've kept up with him and he's, he's very proud that he's retired already. And he says, Mary, I knew you'd make it out there because he actually, when I was done with my hours and stuff, he actually kept me out like two, two weeks at additional to two, two more weeks. And okay. just so that I could, he liked running with me. It was, it was fun. It was, but he was there always for me. Meant, you know, I, I could call him with any, any, any questions or any problems that I would bump into. So that's what, that made me want to be a mentor after I thought mm -hmm. about it. It took me a while, two years before mm -hmm. I actually did to become a mentor. And I liked it. But I, like I said, it was, it kept me out in the road a lot. And I, having five young kids at home, it was hard being away oh, so for, for, for long hours, uh, weeks, days. And so this is why now I'm on my last one that's home and she's hardly ever home now. So it's like, what am I doing? Am I going to go back on the road? And I kind of think I might be leading towards that. Well, it's, it's something you could get a little change of pace that way and see more of the yeah. country. What the heck? Oh, my goodness. I mean, it was incredible. I got to see when I first started, I couldn't I couldn't imagine myself being able to see most like I went from coast to coast, corner to corner, like within a week. Yeah. Most people can't yeah. even say that when you think about it. it it's, it's really kind of interesting how many people haven't seen that many states in the United States. Oh, goodness. I mean, it's just beautiful out there. We have a beautiful country. We really and do. just to know that, you know, we get paid for, for doing this. <laughs> sure. Absolutely. So, Jess, did you want to talk a little bit about uh, the event in Las Vegas? And you said you had some observations yeah. about the nominees and that sort of thing. I mean, I think this uh, award is really, really awesome to, to recognize all the different ladies it and is what they're doing. It's, 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 I mean, I've never, like I said, I never, I, I never heard of it. Mm -hmm. And I never, I mean, when I did, when I, when I heard Michelle and I, I voted for Michelle when she, when she was nominated and stuff. And I was like, you know, this is a big thing for women. And I congratulated her and we were at a, at a company party. Mm -hmm. I do remember congratulating her for her win and it's like hey she's like you're gonna be next someday you know i'm gonna i'm gonna get you i'm gonna hand out my my crown i'm like yeah 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 and i thought that was it was great and now she nominated me and i win and i'm like wow you know she was 
wasn't kidding. That's, <laughs> and yeah, awesome. she, she she's definitely passing on that crown. I was um I was teasing Idella. I said, you know, since Anne nominated me, if if I win, then GTO is going to have more Queen of the Road w- award winners than any other company. Can I put that on our recruiting and our, um, you know, can we brag about that? But sadly, these ladies here got four times the amount of votes I did. Um, so I didn't get the, we don't get to brag about that. But one ship, um, which is where Michelle and Mary work, um, they now have that claim to fame. They have more Queen of the Road Award winners than any other company in the nation. Um, so that's that's one of those, you know, definitely a pass the crown. Um, and I think we had a third one ship driver also nominated this year. So we're going to try again with her next year. I one ship loves their drivers. I just have to say that. That's um, excellent. They do. You know, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, we do. <laughs> so yeah. Um, We've got about a minute left, Jess. Did you want to say anything, kind of summarize everything um, about, about your group and what you're going to be doing with this award ceremony? We want everybody to attend. If you can get through for the Lady Driver Meetup or even just for Saturday night, um, it's free to attend the award ceremony, uh, light refreshments, and and just a chance to socialize and interact and congratulate these ladies and and make new friends. For more information on this event and everything that Real Women in Trucking are doing, be sure to email admin at realwomenintrucking.org or info at realwomenintrucking.org. Thank you for listening, and congratulations to this year's winners. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. For more information regarding our podcast, reuse, copyrights, etc., please visit our website, www.tncradio.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.